Welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual medium, oracle for the many, and joy advocate, guiding you into all things life transformational. And I have a beautiful guest for us today. Ann Bex is with me. Welcome, Ann. Thank you so much, Marianne, for having me. What a pleasure and a privilege. I am so glad you're here because this is going to be a great conversation. Um, and I want to let you know that this podcast is in collaboration with Ladies Power Lunch. It's a free Facebook group. And we have one rule, ladies, as you join, and that is to intentionally support each other. So be sure to come over and visit us on uh, Ladies Power Lunch under groups on Facebook, or you can visit their website, ladiespowerlunch.com. So Anne's website is annebex.co. And any links that we mentioned today will be in the show notes for your convenience. So we are going to jump right in and ask the hard question first. Who is Anne and what good do you bring into the world? Wow, what a beautiful uh, opportunity. Thank you. Um, So I am a Canadian um, by by profession, a nurse practitioner, uh, and I held specialties in critical care and palliative care medicine. Um, and I would say I'm a, I'm a mom to three, uh, beautiful sons. I'm uh, married, um, and I love animals, um, lots of other things I could say, but, um, that sort of gives you a sense about kind of what I bring here. But I would say what I also bring is my superpower of compassion, Uh, which is combined with the 30 years of practice that I've had as a nurse practitioner, plus my own lived experience um, as somebody who longs for freedom to live my most authentic aligned life without experiencing guilt or shame. Yes, 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 yes. I can't say that. Yes, enough. (laughs) authentically without guilt or shame there's no judgment it's just freedom freedom to be who you are I love it and Anne is a personal empowerment coach and we're going to get into that Um, our topic today is breaking free from fear live your most empowered life isn't that a topic of great importance at this time in our in our lives um, for everyone. So, what what problem do you help solve for your clients? What transformation do they receive when they work with you? Um, being an empowerment coach, what does that mean? How does that look in your practice? Thank you. Um, so. I'll start with the first question, which is what problem do I help my clients solve? Um, So I guide, mentor, and coach people to unhook from the habitual ways of responding to life, to really become grounded in who they are as a unique expression of life. My clients learn to experience life as um, joyful freedom, I would say as an adventure, rather than one that is filled with repeating cycles of familiar stress, exhaustion, overwhelm, and they move from surviving 
to really thriving, to really living into what they feel is most aligned for them. And I've called myself a personal empowerment coach, struggled a bit with that language, actually, um, just simply because I feel like empowerment is somehow this sort of permission for someone to be who they are. If there was such a word as in-powerment, I-N-powerment, wow, um, what, what I think I mean by that is that what I do is hold a container for transformation so that people can fiercely claim themselves and learn to meet life from this authentic place rather than through the path of the stories, thoughts, wounds, the ego, the personality pieces, which are just structures that are in place from the time we were born. That they, they get layered in over time and their real purpose is to sort of keep us in survival mode, not by intention only to survive, but they're there to protect this human form, this organism. And so there's survival structures And what I do is help people to unhook from that, to really touch into the beauty, the authenticity of themselves. How beautiful. I love that term, unhooking. It's like letting that go, letting it it fall away so the real you is shining forth. Yes. And I also definitely agree. No one empowers someone else. So I understand it's empowerment. It's empowerment. It's within you already. You have it. It's just kind of been cloistered in this cover of our survival. Yes. Which had to be there to keep us safe up to this point. And now we can see beyond that. We don't need that extraneous um, covering to shine and glow and be empowered and, and live the life we're meant to live. Yeah, absolutely. So totally agree. And it really is about touching into and refamiliarizing ourselves with who we are, because this part of us has always been here. It's always been here from the time we took our first breath and Till it will be here present until we take our last breath. And it's really uncovering, allowing us to really get re-familiarized with this part of ourselves that is this most authentic being. Um, and that's from there is where the nudges to grow come from. Because I also believe that we are hardwired to thrive. We're hardwired to grow. And that's where these nudges come from, is from this place. And there's something more, which often has us going into search mode, right? Looking for, well, what's, what's the thing that can really help me to satisfy this urge? And I think we'll probably end up talking a little bit more about that as we go along. Right. Yeah. And that, to me, that, that, that um, living who we are is our inner being calling that forth from us mm-hmm. because that's authentically who we are. 
Yes. And, you know, so we hear that, we, we feel that nudge, we hear that calling. And that's why we have such a desire to be happy, to live in joy, to be at peace, you know, to shine forth because our inner being is constantly saying, come over here, do it this way, come forward. You don't have to cover it with fear. You don't have to have all these um, um, survival modes anymore. Yes. Your glow, your, who you are is your protection, is your thriving, is your birthright. Mm. I believe it's your birthright um, yeah. because I believe we are here to experience as much joy as possible. And that is our purpose. And there will be growth because of that. That's Absolutely. the outcome. Yeah. So what makes your approach very unique? It's because there's so many coaches they're empowerment coaches, they're whatever the title is, but everybody has their own special sauce. Mm -hmm. And so what makes your approach very Anne-like? Well, thanks for asking that. I, the one piece really is um, the gift of my compassion. Hmm. That really underpins absolutely everything. Um, and so that's, that's the, the flavor around which I offer uh, my coaching. And I would say, just to give a little bit of background, is the clients that I um, serve are people like me too, um, who have done all of the personal growth courses, read the books, watched the TED Talks, have tried so many things, as I mentioned, alerted to this sort of searching to try to find ease and freedom in life. And addition to that, all of them have been through therapy, psychotherapy mm-hmm. in the forms of cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectical behavioral therapy, which are common strategies that are used in therapy. And the reason that we're doing this search is it's driven by the story that there's a problem that needs to be fixed that or solved, whether it's a relationship problem, whether it's, oh gosh, I'm not coping well, why can't I cope better? Whether it's related to a trauma that happened in our lives, whether it's related to work or stress, it doesn't matter. There's a, we have this story that there's a problem that needs to be solved. And all of these strategies that we reach for and we try on, none of them are wrong. None of them lack value. I've done all of these myself. The question that I would ask and point to orient us to is why are we, what do we keep seeking? And Now, some people would respond to that by saying, well, because we're hardwired for growth, of course. And I agree we are. But the real question here is why? Why we're seeking? If we're seeking out of pure joy, the pure joy of learning, beautiful. My contention is that most of us are seeking to solve a problem. There's a clench about it. And the strategies that we try, although beautiful, and I've learned so much from them, they're limited. And this is where it comes into what makes this different. 
We're trying to solve this problem through the structures of our personality, our ego, our nervous system structures, all of which have come online and we're hardwired. It isn't that we've created those to get in our way. They are hardwired parts of us. The personality itself is designed to solve problems. So when I look at my own journey, which was supported by a mentor, to unhook from the structures, from these structures, and reconnect with my personhood, my authentic self, my deep truth. That is where I found the long-term path to freedom, joy, and clarity, to live my authentic dreams and desires. And that is what my clients desire. So what's different is it's about unhooking from those structures It isn't about reframing our thoughts. It isn't about bypassing them. It isn't about, well, if I just do this meditation or I do an affirmation, although wonderful, and I've used them all, and they can be helpful. The long-term solution is to unhook from these structures, land in me. And once we've met and reconnected with me, Mm -hmm. we can never unknow that. Yes. And so instead of saying, gosh, I've bumped up against this thing in my life, I need to go back to therapy because I don't know what to do. We actually reach back inside of ourselves and go, right. And what is my truth? And what action feels most aligned from this place? So that's the long-term solution to really navigating, to surfing life's waves. As they present, we don't have control over the ocean. We can learn to surf, though. And that is what I share with my clients. I love that. That kind of a container of support that that um, allows them the safe, sacred space to, because it would be very fearful to unhook from that. Very but much. To me, I, to, to me, that's like, but that's always been my support system. You know, what will I do if I let go of this? Where will I land? I think that's that's such a good point. You know, considering the title of of the uh, podcast today, which is fear is what stops us. Mm -hmm. Fear is what we bump up against. As you've said, these structures have served us well over our lifetimes to whatever age we currently are. And they will continue to serve us to keep us safe. But this longing to thrive is what worse, what, which what causes us to search, but we believe it's about a problem to be solved. Right. And it's really about thriving. But fear is what actually gets in the way. Our, these structures, it's the voice in our head that says, yeah, but if you do that, you know, there's not enough money, there's not enough time. Well, what will so and so think? Or what if I do that? Well, you know, those are the things that get in our way. It's fear that arises. And we make a decision from that place. Many times those stories are so noisy and loud. We go, yeah, right. That's right. That could be dangerous. And lots of this goes on sort of subconsciously. Many of us don't even recognize the sort of familiar suffering that I would call of our day-to-day life because we've become used to it. Our personality refuses with the circumstances that we bump into in life and we become our emotion. 
I am angry. I am sad. I'm heartbroken. The personality fuses with that. And we can't see ourselves separate from that, those structures. So finding a way to, to see this personality story, which by the way, is all based in the past, our nervous system stores these things in this beautiful brain of ours, lays down neural pathways based on the past. And so think about it, when we approach something new or we feel like we wanna move forward, the story that's here is embedded from the past. It's doing its job. We're not gonna fight against this. We're not gonna wrestle with our personality. We're not gonna try to destroy our ego. What we're going to do is say, yes, I see you. I see you here, I feel my fear. And it's in this container of deep compassion, honesty, support, where we can feel our courage, feel our fear and be present with it. And that's how we learn to unhook from these structures and have the safety to drop into me where it isn't so protected. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking when you were talking about, you know, people coming to you, it's like when we think we're broken or we think we need to be fixed or there's a problem, you know, we're constantly asking, what's wrong with me? Yes. And it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with you, sweetheart. <laughs> you are perfect. You are, you all is well. And, um, you know, like you're talking about having them in a container where you compassionately allow them to tap back in to who they really are. Because when we make a decision from fear, it's from our head using the past because that's all our mind is doing. It's remembering, well, what's, what protected us before? What made it okay before? And, you know, surfing the, <laughs> surfing our neural pathways to find a link there when, you know, we need to make those decisions, like you said, from look for it through joy, look for it through what, what peace it will bring, um, you know, your intuition, your inner being, yes. that's, that's actually doing the calling you to it. And, you know, so many times we revert back to our mind and want to think through it instead of feel our way through it. <laughs> and you also mentioned about the emotions, you know, you know, it's not, they're not who we are. We're the observer of those emotions, of those thoughts. You know, our inner being is the one who's observing. Yes. And, you know, that's a tool. I, I, I'm sure you give your clients all kinds of tools that then they can take home and practice because, you know, you're not going to be with them all the time. Exactly. There has to be, you know, things that they can support themselves on their journey. Yes. Because that's Absolutely. the implementation. They're learning these things, but they have to actually do the work of implementing this new way of being, this thriving. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's certainly an integration process, right? It's learning the new skill oh. and, you know, using this sort of neurobiology, neuropsychology piece as we, and we use life within the container of the program, we use life and whatever it brings up 
in order to lay down new neural pathways, Absolutely. new ways. So the old pathway actually starts to what we call atrophy, just like a muscle when you don't use it. These neural pathways get smaller when we don't keep using them. And we build the new pathways into bigger, more accessible, more easily followed. And that's the practice over time in the integration of whatever life throws up in the course of the day, in the course of this container, where we work together to navigate them through the lens of me, of my authentic self, my deep truth. That's beautiful. So I always say that our mess is our message. So what was your mess? Because we always transform through something as we're called, and I know it's a calling to do this kind of work um, because it's, it's heart-centered, it's heartfelt because there has been a transformation in you. So what was the mess that created why you want to do this work, why you're so called to this? And, you know, why, why is this so important for you to work with clients in this way? Hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> what a beautiful question. And I love the, our mess is our message. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, so because of course, that's where, as you said, we start from is in the mess where we seek a new path. And I would say that there are three main events that were pivotal for me. But first, I'll give you a little bit of background that maybe will provide some context. So I grew up in a very conservative Mennonite religion. There were many rules and a very deep tenant that our own self was not to be our guide. Yes. This self was sinful. This inner compass was not true. Yeah. I, and I know, yeah. Marianne. I've spoken that that you you resonate with that absolutely and and that was a very powerful message it had me disconnected from myself at a very early age yes I developed a personality that was defended and protected very self-sufficient I tried to control life and its circumstances I sought to be perfect I held very unrealistic standards for myself and others now, some of these traits, you know, are very celebrated and certainly in my professional world, they served me well. I became an expert in critical care medicine and then palliative care. I lived driven by hits of feel-good hormones and the ego boost that came from the respect and accolades of colleagues, patients, and families. I married within the church. I had three beautiful sons, as I mentioned earlier. Religion was the foundation of my life, even as I was working, which was a whole nother story about how I, you know, went to school and, and became what I did. But I became increasingly aware that I was deeply disconnected with myself, and that I could no longer live that way. So the three sort of pivotal places, the mass that really brought me to here. One was where I chose to leave the religion, which meant that I was excommunicated from my family and from my social structure. I also recognized that my marriage was very dysfunctional and it dissolved. So these two huge life events took me to both the depths of grief 
and to the greatest sense of freedom that I had ever experienced. The second point in time was during my work, I had experienced an episode of bullying by my boss, which literally took me to my knees. It was, it was a most distressing experience. And this was my first hint that my values were misaligned within that work environment. And I did a lot of searching, of course, after that. I, I learned how to, you know, I became a meditation teacher and I still use those skills yet today. I became a yoga teacher. So I explored many things as a result of that. The third pivotal point was after this work event of, of bullying, I could not return to that environment. And so I went on to develop another area of expertise in palliative care. And I worked in the same way, driven, perfectionistic. I mean, I was badass at my work. Patients loved me. I, I was well regarded in my field until I burnt out. Mm. And so these were you know, three of the most pivotal points, I would say that really brought me to, you know, from feeling like I needed to fix me somehow, you know, I explored so many things to find more ease, to learn how to cope better with stress, to know me, to fix me. None of these things brought the outcome that I wanted. In fact, as I tried each one, I ended up feeling like, gosh, I must be really broken. Yes, because they didn't, they didn't give me what I was looking for. Absolutely. So following my, my burnout, I connected with a mentor who really helped me to do this unhooking. I still use many of the things I learned in my various experiences, of course, but what he really helped me to do was do this final piece of unhooking and coming back into contact with me. So to recap, the reason I do what I do are based on two things, my own experience. I can help people who like me feel imprisoned, even if they don't know why, to reconnect with their truth and live with joy and freedom. And second, my experience of working in critical care and palliative care has provided me with a brutal truth that to live disconnected with ourselves is to ensure a death that is brutally painful. This is a form of suffering that can't be treated with any of the therapies that I had in my toolbox. The biggest message that I received from people over the course of both critical care work and in my palliative care work, as people faced their own death was Look, Anne, if I can give you one piece of advice, live your life fully as you, not for someone else. Yes, 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 yes. Hmm. Wow, that would be profound hmm. to have that kind of experience day after day after day. And yeah, yeah, to finally allow that to to help you become and 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 be your authentic self yes. you know just that encouragement of do this do this 
be you. Don't yeah. live somebody else's life or somebody else's expectations. Yeah. So I love that. So how can people connect with you? How can people work with you? Well, um, thank you for, for that opportunity. Um, I mean, my website is certainly a place to go and find out some more information about me. I do have a Facebook group that is, you're welcome to join, um, where I share information and my thoughts and et cetera. So you'll be welcome to join me there. And I would also like your um, audience, Marianne, to, to offer them an opportunity to connect with me if they feel called and they feel this tug to step into their authentic self, if they feel the, maybe some of the angst of feeling like they're not really living their life, to hop on a, a complimentary call with me and we'll chat about what that looks like for them and get clear about where they are now and where they wish they could be. Mm -hmm. And I'll share with them how I can help to support them through that process. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I'll have the, um, the link for her website, the link to find out more about this, um, a discovery call with her, and, um, and also the link for the Facebook group, because you may want to go over to her Facebook group just to kind of touch her toe in the water mm -hmm. and see more about what Anne's about, because, um, you know, it's always, it's always a little intimidating to make that initial call. So once you can get under her, turtle, under her tutelage for a little while and feel her personality, you'll know in your spirit that resonance with her. So um, either way, I'll have all of those um, links in the show notes for your convenience. So thank you, Anne. I appreciate you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Marianne. What a gift. I feel very privileged to have had this conversation with you for the beautiful questions that you asked. And yeah, I'm really grateful for that. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. And as always, you are invited to visit our website, maryannpack.com, for all of our services. And um, be sure to subscribe because this helps my work go into the world and spread more joy. And I am all about spreading joy as a joy advocate. So I appreciate you. And you have any departing words of wisdom you'd like to leave us with today? Well, I think just to circle back to you know, even the title of our um, of this uh, recording, which is that fear is the function of the conditioned parts of us, and it's really what stops us from taking action to live fully. So again, if you feel this calling to step in a new direction, you can expect that fear, whether it shows up as anxiety, all the chatter, the familiar reasons yeah. why you shouldn't, old beliefs to be present. You know that that will be present. There's nothing wrong. It's just that that is your protective structures that are there trying to protect you against something that might disrupt this, which is what the longing that you feel is you want to disrupt this, but it's scary. You're, so it is here where courage and having a container of support that will help you to really step forward into living your most joyful life. And as I always tell folks, you know, 
if we could do this on our own, we would have already done it. Yeah. That's why coaching is so important. You know, it's the story that I always tell. You have a little league coach when you're a little fritter. And when you go to the pros or college, you don't take that same coach. You have a coach at every step of your athletic career. Schooling is the same way. Mm -hmm. What makes us think that we're one and done as soon as we get that diploma from college? Absolutely not. We're continuing to grow and develop and evolve and we need coaches. I coach. I am a coach. I still hire coaches. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm sure, Anne, you also do the same thing. We don't ever stop because we always are here where we are and we have goals and we have aspirations and we see a brighter future that we're wanting to create. So this is how we do it. We work with coaches in containers that support us to integrate more of who we are in our lives. So thank you again, Anne. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Marianne. It was such a pleasure. Absolutely. And remember, everyone, you are joy looking for a way to express.